When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, yesterday, so nice. We're going to do it twice. Tom Jones. We love him. My former radio partner, longtime columnist. Do we really? Times. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, we've had a, a obviously our problems, and they're well documented. Um, I don't know why you want to bring up bad things, you know, because everything was going well. We talked the other day, and I thought it went pretty good. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we went through a rough patch or two. Likely to come up again, but yeah, no, it's uh, you know, hey, he he gets me, you know, he completes me. I think Tom Cruise said it best. You Had you a hello? Me. Yeah, well, <laughs> definitely, definitely goodbye was rough, but yeah, no, he definitely had had me at hello. So yeah, um, Tom's Tom's he's good company, man, mm-hmm. and and so we're we're gonna talk a little what Shohei Hatani today. I think we're gonna talk yeah. about and. And uh, some other issues in baseball, and serve all the world's save all the world's problems for later, and just uh, yeah, talk a little sports with Tom Jones. It's always great when he stops by, as he uh, as he uh, did the other day. And this is part two of our conversation with that. We've also got some mailbag questions for you guys coming up. Um, I think maybe one or two about the Bucks. So tell you what, let's get started with those, and then we'll get to Tom here in a minute. All right, Matt in Cincinnati emailed you. Mm-hmm. Says I'm a Browns fan living in Cincinnati. Not sure really? why. That's weird. I'm also an ardent supporter of Bacon Reagan Mayfield. Ah. The combination of how the Browns treated him with the non-character guy who replaced him saw me ending 49 years as a Browns fan. That was last year, and I've since returned to the dog pound, but I digress. Come on, they're 8-5. and five. I'm writing you today to vent my disgust with the Bucks fan base. Sports Illustrated picked Tampa to finish last in the league, one total win in 17 games. They've won six through 13 games, and you know the rest. What I'm about to say applies to every fan base out of the top five or so. Football fans have become so spoiled and entitled. Most fans believe that having their top-tier players' coaches, Mahomes, Burrow, Brady, Belichick, etc., is their God-given birthright. Nobody appreciates effort. Nobody appreciates blue-collar lunch pail guys, dogs. Baker Mayfield is putting forth everything he has, all the blood, sweat, and tears. He's leaving everything he has on the field, and the Bucs have a huge opportunity to make the playoffs, thanks largely to number six. The great city of Tampa Bay should be through the moon with excitement. But fans, but instead, fans are more worried about next year's draft, griping about who the Bucks aren't or and not embracing who the Bucks are. A scrappy never say die group led by a scrappy never say die quarterback who never ever ever quits. You know what? It, it, it's a good it's a good letter, maybe a little too long, but it's a good letter because we actually talked about this the other day with Tom Jones. Um and there I believe it or not, Baker Mayfield of the quarterbacks I've covered with this franchise, which are many, one of the more polarizing. And we remember Jameis Winston was polarizing for a different reason, but like Baker Mayfield's pretty polarizing. Like there, he has a lesion of people that love him, um, and it goes back to his high school days in Texas, and then of course the time he spent at Texas Tech and then Oklahoma, and even some people in Cleveland really like him. Um, so he has a, a big following, but then. There's far too many people that just don't, you know, and 
they don't think he's very good, and they think he's too short, and he's too this, and he's too that. And that's fine. He's he's made his living and his reputation winning the Heisman and everything else and being the first overall pick on the shoulder chip that he carries with him. I mean, I think he's one of those guys that doesn't react to but listens and hears everything and kind of uses it as sort of as, as fire, you know. Um, but I've been surprised by, you know, some of the people that really don't like Baker. And I think they remember him when he was sort of a brash, immature guy in college, maybe. But I found him to be, and you can ask his teammates, like, this dude is somebody you want to hang out with, right? Somebody that you he'll bleed with you. And he has this offensive lineman's mentality, the way he plays quarterback. And I think he's, you know, he's been grateful that he's with this organization. He's been with four in the past 17 months. This has been a really rough patch for him and his wife, Emily, who's expecting their child in, I think, April. So, you know, all in all, at least my experiences with him, the franchise experience with him, the fact that he didn't cost you very much money, like this has been probably the best, not even probably, but definitely the best free agent, maybe quarterback acquisition that there was. I mean, you think of the guys that were out there, and he's got like, what, 20, 21, 22 touchdowns and eight interceptions and you know, he's got his team in position at least to to have an opportunity to run the table and make the postseason. So I don't know really why people have this visceral reaction against Baker. Maybe they're from some of the schools that he you know beat their butts <laughs> when he was in college. I don't know. Um but to me, I would agree with you. you know, he's he's done pretty much all he can do. Um in this situation. And I, I think he's been good. I mean, better than Derek Carr, obviously, um, as a free agent, you know, signing better than Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not playing a lot of, a lot of money was thrown around at a lot of people. And, and, you know, here's Baker and, and he's got him in position at least, uh, to win another division, which would be remarkable given sort of how they started. Ryan emailed, says we have heard about a Mike Evans and Devin White's contract issues. What about Tristan Wirfs and Antoine Winfield jr.? Those guys are going to want big extensions, and deservedly so. What is the likelihood the Bucks extend those players? Well, whether they extend them or one is franchised, neither neither player is going to leave Tampa, right? I mean, it's not going to allow that to happen. I mean, these guys, one or both, could put on a, a gold jacket, and they're from the same draft class. So that's they're even from the same letter of the alphabet, if you really want to break it down. But that that's really rare air you know it happened once before with the bucks with brooks and sap but when you have guys like that you absolutely cannot let them get to free agency so um if they're unable to strike learn a long-term deal and they they will negotiate with them uh i think antoine winfield jr good chance he's their franchise player you know and they guarantee him you know a ton of money as that and on a one-year contract while hoping they can reach a more cap-friendly deal uh, while they negotiate, but I don't think Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to have a chance to look around in free agency. Um, I guess, you know, with with Mike Evans and Devin White, oh, and Tristan Wirfs is, is going into his fifth year. He could play under the fifth-year option, but I think the goal there is to lock him up to a long-term deal, and that would lower his cap number. And he's also another guy that's never leaving Tampa if, uh, you know, well, he's just not. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be here for a long time, I think. 
Uh, Mike Evans is a different case, and Devin White. I think Devin White's not going to be offered a deal, in my opinion, here in Tampa. Um, you know, they've won the last two games without him, and quite frankly, you haven't missed his playmaking because he hasn't made plays for so very long. You know, and KJ Britt did a really good job. I don't know if he's the answer or Sebastian Dennis. I don't know maybe the guy they would draft, but Devin White's not getting hundred million dollars, and if he does, it's they're not going to get. He's not going to get it here. Um, and then Mike Evans. Look, I never say never. You know, we've talked about sort of how beat up Godwin is, and you know, Evans is his last year of his deal, and looks like the better, healthier sort of receiver out there. But he gave him a deadline of the first game. Uh, on the eve of the first game, in fact. And you know what? Uh, they didn't reach it. And so I think I think Mike makes it to free agency. I don't know that he winds up, you know, signing with another team right away. But at least they can agree on what the real market value is, and they'll go from there. Uh, Chris is in the final year of his deal. Who's going to be your number one receiver? I think he's a young 30-year-old. Like, he is... Really, the last couple of years, taking care of his body. You can see the influence Brady has had. So he's going to be pretty sturdy for a little bit. Um, but those are, you know, those those are the kinds of things that the, the Bucks are going to have to weigh. You know, those kind of free agent decisions because you just don't have a ton of money under the salary cap. Anod uh, direct messages on Twitter says, with the current state of the Bucks salary cap situation and the potential of a new coaching staff in 2024, how expendable is Chris Godwin? Bucks fans would hate to lose a player like Godwin, but he's a bona fide number one on a lot of teams, i.e. the Chiefs. He's young, he's won a ring, so he's a guy you can rally around, and he's on a pretty friendly contract. Would it make sense to try and get a decent draft pick for him and re-sign Mike Evans? We'd only get a fifth-round compensatory pick if we let Evans walk. We could use Devin White's compensatory pick to pick on a pick up a rookie wide receiver. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, Godwin, because of, his contract um there was a lot of extra years sort of added to it to try to you know bring in other free agents and stuff like that um i think he cost a lot more frankly if he's not here because of the acceleration of some of that than if you just kept him so i don't i don't know that chris is going to go i it's more likely he plays out his contract now if you're asking me, I'm the GM and I got a choice to make and it's Chris or Mike and this might surprise people, I'm taking Mike. I, I just think his, he's got his body in the best shape I've ever seen it. He's still obviously very productive and, you know, um, and a Hall of Famer to boot. And, and, and Chris, is, Chris is hurt. You know, Chris has been, he's, he's laid pieces of him all over the NFL out here on the fields and I don't know. I, I almost think, like, in many ways, you know, Mike is going to be more durable, you know, and, and, uh, which has been a, it's been a struggle all year. And I think, you know, sort of precipitated that whole back and forth with Godwin and his wife, Mariah, and whatnot, and Coach Bowles. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be tough to extend them, but by the same to- token, you're not going to cut them. That makes sense. I think he's going to play out the year. George sent us a note. He says, is Devin White still the starting middle linebacker when healthy? That's a question that we have yet to ask Todd Bowles, and and it would have been a hypothetical, so I don't think he would have 
answered it. But when they get there, and it could be this week, it is a legit question that he's going to have to come to grips with, and maybe he doesn't do it till game time. But, you know, KJ played really, really well. I only played six snaps two weeks ago, and then yesterday, uh, or I'm sorry, on Sunday, he played a really good game, and you just don't know. But I, I think... I think this. I think if Devin White is healthy, you know, if if the foot's not bottom and he can run at full speed and all that, he's going to be their their linebacker next to Levante David. I think that's just how it works, right? They can't lose your job through injury, et cetera. But one thing they could do is if they go to a sort of a nickel package or something like that, if there's more than a couple receivers, um, you could bring him in. You could you could situationally play. Devin White maybe is a downhill, you know, run guy. But uh, you could certainly rotate some other players in. I think they've earned that playing time. But, you know, I I don't think Devin has. In fact, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a future in Tampa. But he's got to show that he can come back and, and get some good tape and, you know, go from there. Maybe maybe a team will, uh, will jump at him in free agency. It's not, in my opinion, I haven't been told this, but in my opinion, it's not going to be the Bucks. All right, there's a few uh, answers for you, 100% correct or your money back. Tom Jones coming up here in just a second, part two of our conversation with him. But first, you know the past 14 years, the skilled pros of May Electric Solar have been installing solar energy systems all over Florida. They provide the most reliable solar equipment, the best installation methods and service while helping homeowners cut energy costs with environmentally safe and friendly investment. Well, May Electric Solar uses their own skilled employees, never subcontractors, and they've always offered the safest and the most reliable equipment. Now, Melee Electric Solar offers a 30-year no-cost equipment replacement and labor warranties. That means for 30 years, May Electric Solar, backed by Solar Insurer, means that your roof, electrical, and equipment replacement is covered. Solar Insurer even survives May Electric Solar and is owned by the homeowner with no deductibles or additional fees. Now, this policy will transfer to new homeowners with no fee. This is not a blanket insurance policy. In fact, only the best contractors are allowed to be part of this program. May Electric St- St- Solar's reputation and history of their workmanship has what's earned them this membership. To learn more about May Electric Solar's installation and their 30-year warranty, call 727-819-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. Well, I think we've solved the uh, the football world. Yeah. Except for Patrick Mahomes. Did you see? Oh, yeah. Let's you know, get what did you make of Patrick Mahomes? Listen, I... First of all, I heard it on the radio. I heard it on the radio driving home at like 2 a.m. from my flight home from Atlanta. Um, And so I was listening to, you know, what happened here? This is a big story, right? Like, first of all, the Patriots lost to the Bills, who absolutely had to win. Chiefs lost to the Bills. Oh, the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I just said Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Chiefs lose to the the Bills, and they had to, the Bills had to win. Right. And there's this controversy. On radio, you can't see it, right? But they're describing it. And then I hear Mahomes. Before I see the play, right, mm-hmm. I hear Mahomes just going off, right, on the podium. Like, I've been doing it, you know, is it, that was a bleep call. I can't believe that, you know, I feel, so, I feel so bad. First of all, he talks like Kermit. I feel so bad for Travis Kelsey. <laughs> like that's, so he's going on about how bad he feels for Travis Kelsey and what a great play when he's up there at the Hall of Fame. They'd be showing this play and, and all that. And then, then I, I saw the play. Right, then I saw where the where they lined up, and I'm like, 
Yeah, there's an etiquette where if you look to the side, you know, to the to the side judge, and he'll tell you if you're on or you're off, or if you know where you should be. Right. You have to ask. You know, they're not going to walk out there and go, "Yo, a um, slot receiver," because that's the other thing. He wasn't on the end of the line. He's in the slot, right? Right. But Kadarius Tony, like, dude, is a good two yards offside, right? Like. No, it's I not wouldn't even, say that much. I mean, his foot was well, on the line, but, but he's he was, not even close. But he's—I mean, he's, he had to stand a good two strides up from where he should have been. Yeah, yeah. But this—I this notion that oh, you deprived America of this great play in in Taylor Swift is is not how. First of all, how's the official supposed to know what's about to happen? Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I called it because I knew you had this play on. It was going to be a great play, and it was going to come back. Like the, he didn't know that, you know? Right. So so forget forget the, the outcome of the play. I don't but I don't I don't know how you don't call it. Like to me it was so obvious. But more disappointing than that was just this Patrick Mahomes man just whining so much. Well the the part that I thought was pretty hysterical was him going to Josh Allen and complaining to Josh Allen. Yeah, like Josh just, Allen's like what, what do you want what me do to do, to man? do about it, man? I don't yeah, care. I don't care, Patrick. Sorry, I won, dude. I, I had to win this game. You know, right? But him coming—that's the worst call I've ever. And like, and Josh Allen, you can almost feel like, do I laugh? Do I not laugh? Do I just agree with him? Or like, I don't know what to say here. The, I will give Patrick Mahomes. I agree with what you're saying. I agree with everything you're saying. But I'll say this, Rick: that the the two parts. One that I found hilarious was that when your argument is not. I don't think he was offsides. Like even the people who were upset about the call. Yeah, they didn't. They everybody didn't, agrees. They all like, knew uh, he was yeah, offsides. He, yeah, he was offsides. Like, yeah, it's it's the, the point is it's like, like oh he was offsides, but but it shouldn't have been called. If you say it out loud, it almost sounds dumb. Yeah, yeah. he broke the rule, but we shouldn't have counted it. Mm-hmm. That that sounds that sounds dumb. I will give Patrick Mahomes the benefit of the doubt in this. One, it was an emotional game, so you you know what it's like, Rick. I'll, I'll give guys a little bit of heat of the moment. Yeah, he had, hey, moment. he had his ten minute cooling off period. Come on, but I'll say this: a week ago, that game ended in in Green Bay, where uh, Valdez Scantling got absolutely mugged on the last play. That's it true. It should have been interference, and Patrick Mahomes went out of his way to defend the officials after the game, and said, "Yeah, you know what? It was probably interference." But let's let the players. I didn't have a problem with no call there. Players should decide the game. So I, I that's where I give him a little bit of leeway and say, okay, a week ago, you praise when the they got screwed on a call. Yeah. He said, you know what? Don't jump on the, the officials. But yeah, at the same time, and you know the other thing too is when does it become? And I know it's 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 customary. The the wide receiver gets out, looks at the the line judge. Mm-hmm. Is my good? Am I good? And they say, yeah, mm-hmm. move back. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, Richard Sherman, I guess, was talking. He goes, nobody gives defensive backs warnings. <laughs> he goes, I, you know how many times I got called for lining up offsides? I never had once. The guy said, oh, Richard, move back a little bit, man. You're offsides. <laughs> he goes, no, he goes, the guy lines up on top of the football. Anybody tell yeah. you, oh, nose tackle, move back. You're the, he goes, why do wide receivers get the pass? I don't understand it. They do it with tackles, too. They'll tell the offensive tackle, hey, man, you got to move up. You know, you're, yeah, you're, you're too far back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And I... I get all that. It's just he, he he just sounded so whiny. And, you know, maybe it's the whole Travis Kelsey, you know. What I think he was doing is that he was projecting because his receivers, especially Tony, have been awful this year. They've dropped passes that were touchdowns. They've cost them games. They're 8-5. and five. And to be honest with you, what's happening in Kansas City is malpractice. 
because you have arguably the greatest quarterback today in the game, right? Won two Super Bowls already, not 30 years old. And he has no one to throw to. I mean, dude, nobody. Valdez Scantling? Other than Kelsey, it's it's legit. Him and Kelsey are, are are the OGs. But everybody else, like, you didn't get this guy receivers? Yeah. Are you are you let Tyreek Hill go. Okay, fine. If that's what you want to do, probably a bad move. But And you recouped a bunch of draft picks. But, like, how is this dude playing with guys I don't know? Right. You know what I mean? I just don't get it. Like, he's Patrick Mahomes. You can't make, you can't make me an all-pro. You know? He can only do so much back there. And I think he's frustrated. Yeah, and I, I think, think he that realizes. Was, I think it all boiled over yesterday. Yeah, we just don't. We don't have enough. You know. I think it all boiled over, and it was. He, I mean, he's not going to. He can't blame his wide receivers for lining up offsides or dropping footballs left and right all season yeah. long. So, yeah, I, th- I think it probably. And that's why I give him a. Again, I, I was really surprised how many people came out and just like I've lost all respect for Patrick Mahomes. Like, really, guy's been a pretty class act for a long time. Honestly. He has, but he seemed like he, he seemed really whiny. He did no, I, you know, absolutely yesterday. But I, but I'm going to give him one day. I'm gonna, I'm going to give All him right. one back. That's I feel that way about LeBron. Like everybody still kills LeBron for the decision. It's like okay, you know what? He made one really bad, horrible decision, which was to was it? The, the, did he? It was a TV show. It was the it bad was decision the whole, not yeah, to go to was, Miami, though. Right? No, no, no. Going to Miami was fine. Genius. But the, just the, you know how it how it all went down, how he announced and everything. I'm not Jim Gray, man. Jim Gray, our friend. <laughs> That's your well, it? LeBron. Have you decided where you're going to take your talents? I miss if there's any, I don't miss Tom Brady throwing you footballs and winning games. I miss the podcast. It's still on. Is it still on? Yes, but you don't have the to listen to it every podcast? week like you used to. Yeah. No, thank God. Oh, thank God. That was it. Was gold. It was each other. All right, Tom. Well, Tom, that reminds me. Ring doorbell. Sponsored by. Hey, you had a steak last night at that Morton's. What'd you think about it, Tommy? It's like, Jim. That's tremendous. Tremendous. Read my new book, Talking to Goats. Um, yeah. I miss Brady. I don't miss I don't miss the uh the podcast doing that on Monday nights. Although he still says stuff. Like it's still it's still good uh Is he gonna go to the booth? You think he's gonna end up in the booth? Yes. I do too. I think he's gonna be really good. But wait, let's just be clear. Now we haven't made it to the playoffs yet, and there are many teams that need quarterbacks. But if the right team needs a quarterback, like say Miami, San Francisco, don't you think he's it. still on speed speed dial? No, I don't think so. You don't think he's although losing? you know what? I mean Joe Flacco looks like Joe Flacco ten my years man. ago. Yeah. 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 Who, I don't who think had... he, I'm not sure he can play anymore, Brady. Oh he could oh he could play. Shoot. You think so? Yes. He doesn't want to get hit. He doesn't want to get hit anymore, man. How about if I it was just for, how about it was two game, two or three games, and then boom, you're in a, you got a team and win the Super Bowl. Would that be the that win would be the, the wildest Bowl. story? That would be the wildest story. That's ever. why it's possible, right? You he think take he's a year on, off? You think he's working on stuff? I think he keeps himself in tremendous shape, and I know he's throwing. I promise you, he's throwing somewhere. Maybe just really? with his kids. Yeah, yes, yeah. he loves to throw the football, man. He loves I to. I can't lift. I can't lift my right arm over my head. I don't know how the guy does. Seriously, <laughs> well, he's not a professional quarterback either. I know, but I can, like that. To, I mean, let me ask level. you. I know it's a different sport, but like, you don't think? Uh, I don't know. Name a retired golfer. You don't think he goes out there and swings a little bit? Oh sure. No, absolutely. You know, just I mean, to I'm hack sure, it around. I'm sure. Uh, you know, 
Greg Norman. Greg Norman, Greg Norman could still hit it. Yeah. 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 Greg Norman would show up at you know at Mangrove Golf Course in St. Pete, and you'd be like, "Holy mackerel, who is that?" Like the guy, the way right. he whacks the ball. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Put him in your foursome, and yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we didn't solve all the problems in in football. Uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, there's a lot in college, too, that's going on. It's just crazy. Okay, are we done? Florida State, are you done whining? Okay, we done? I give you a week. Oh, no, I'm done. I'm done with okay. It. So you're you're okay with the no, committee I'm making with you. I'm a TV on your show? Side. I'm on your side. You got what screwed. What more can they say? I'm on, I'm on your side. You got screwed. You should be in the playoff. You should have made it ahead of Alabama. But you're not. But now we're done. <laughs> Statue of limitations is up. Are they going to raise Moving national on. championship banners if they beat Georgia? Well, who's that? UCF did. Oh, UCF did. Yeah. I love Florida State. I felt bad for them. I thought they should have got in. And I think it's – I absolutely think it was a shame that to automatically dismiss them. You're telling me that Mike Norvell couldn't coach up the the their their backup quarterback for three weeks and maybe get him a chance and also coach up his defense, which is already pretty good, to take on a Michigan team and give themselves a fighting chance? Absolutely. But I we've already talked about it, so we're done. <laughs> So just saying, <laughs> what do you mean we're done? We're not Are done. Are we going to talk about it forever? You know what? Here's, what I, here's, my, here's my feeling about it, FSU. Although, I get look, did, could they have beat Michigan? Sure. I don't think so. I think they got crushed. Oh, I, think they, I don't know. I think they'd be better off complaining about it for the next 10 years <laughs> instead of making it. Than actually having up. to play Michigan? Yeah, exactly. With that I'm, guy? I don't I'm know. half serious. I'm half serious. I, I do feel bad for him. I do feel bad. But here's, here's the thing. Like, I understand it's a TV show and they're trying to get the ratings and money and all that stuff. But, like, why don't you just decide which four teams you want? And, oh, by the way, it'll be many of the same four every single year. I don't care how many people you have in the playoffs. You're always going to want Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. They you know, work the themselves. Blue Bloods. Florida State work themselves in the position to des- they, they deserve a chance to prove They do. Team. They deserve a chance. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Right. They have done, they did everything they, they had to do. And there's there's no reason to believe that they they should they wouldn't have been able to continue working to now beat their next opponent, which is exactly which, which right. And that's yeah. that's the thing. It's like you know, okay, so why is Georgia not in it? Because they lost Alabama. You know, why is I don't know, name name another team uh, that didn't make it? Ohio Oregon, State's not in Oregon, it because like they Oregon lost to Michigan. Lost why is Oregon not in? Yeah. They lost to Washington. Why is Florida State not in it? Their quarterback broke his leg. Yeah. Not you fair. see what I mean? Like, it just doesn't – it's not the same thing, right? Like, wait a minute. They're not in it. They did everything, but they're not in it because their quarterback got hurt? Right. You got to be kidding me, right? The other teams, they didn't win, you know? Well, and I, like, I keep going back to this. is It's like you're acting as if the team that, that walked off the field against Louisville would be the exact same team that would go into the Michigan game. No. You have the backup get... quarterback playing. Their defense has stepped up. You know that's what teams do, right? When right. when, when well, one guy goes down, how many first team reps did he have going in to the, oh, the Louisville? None. Oh, none. You know. Yeah. 
Right. The, Before leading, that week. up to the Florida game, he had a little bit of time, a week. Right. That's it. You're going to tell me that Mike Norvell with three weeks can't make that kid a little bit better? Of course he can. And even, even if he doesn't, field position, turnovers, like all that stuff, right, matters. Right? All that stuff can happen, you know? And that's why you play the games. That's, I mean, you know, hello, you play the play. The- <laughs> I'll tell you, Rick, you remember this, and I remember because I'm a big Penn State guy. When Miami played Penn State way back in the oh, there was no way there was no way Penn State should have won no. that game. And Penn State's offense, I think they had, I don't, I think their quarterback completed two first five, downs, five <laughs> passes that yeah. game. Seriously, their yeah. quarterback was like five for twelve. I know, or something like that. Threw for way under a hundred yards. And Penn State turned up. They they intercepted five passes. Tester Verde threw five touch. Five he was the Heisman Trophy, like the best player in the country by far. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. Michael Irvin. They had they were loaded. Who was the linebacker? The middle linebacker for uh, Penn State. Shane Conlon Shane was Conlon. like their main linebacker, yeah. but Pete Kathopoulos was another one of their. He had a bunch of. He had a pick. Um, and they had, and all they, and they had a they had a bunch of pick a bunch of picks and DJ Dozier or I think was there was it DJ Dozier? He just ran it down their throat. running? Yeah. yeah, and that was it. And they won That's because all they, they were in the game. Yeah, and they won that's 14, the thing. 10. They're in the game. Um, that if, if you got to play, you just don't know. That's why you don't know the outcome. Okay, you know, I, you know what? I take it back. Florida State complain all complain all whine all you want about it. I'm with see, you. there you go. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like nothing will ever change. Like they can continue to play, complain. They will never be that team that made it to the to the semifinals or, or you know the final four. Right. And they'll be right the rest of their lives. Like there's nobody that's going to tell them otherwise. Right. Nor should they. So it'll be fun. All right, uh, want to wrap it up on this? You want some uh, Shohei Atani news? So what's the deal? So he gets to defer his money. He's making $70 million a year. He gets to defer $68 million of it. Somehow the Dodgers managed to, like, skirt the, the luxury tax on this thing. I guess, am I reading that right? Is that how that works? I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like. Steve, gonna... is, that how, is that how it works here, do we think? That's the way I understand it. And it was Shohei's idea to defer the money. Well, it makes sense for Shohei because no, it doesn't. If interest if, rates two and, and stuff's eight it and a half percent, no take the money now. <laughs> How well, do you what, live on two million dollars a year in L.A., Tom? Well, I think he's well his 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 uh, endorsements. I think I've read something like fifty million dollars a year, so oh. he's fine on that. And the other thing is, I think the way it works out, like California has pretty high high state sales tax. When he when he's done playing, he can move somewhere else, and then they, he doesn't get taxed the same on that money. That's the way I understood it, which is a brilliant idea for for showing. But why but would I, the rest of the baseball accept this? And is this so, the way contracts are going to be structured now? It can't be, Rick. It's almost. I know it's not the same, but it's almost like it's almost like skirting the salary cap in football. It's like saying, you know what, we're only paying you a million dollars this year as a quarterback, but. After you retire, we'll pay you thirty million dollars or sixty million dollars a year, whatever the going quarterback rate is. So, right. Somebody th- said that the, that the raise, like the amount of money that he just signed for, would be sort of the equivalent if they paid the number one quarterback a hundred and something million this year. Like that's how that's what a jump it is in terms of in terms of salary. Right. But you know what's wild? You know what's wild to think about? And somebody mentioned this here. Like, what is the highest quarterback in the NFL going to make next year? Like, I don't even know what that number is. Maybe 50. I thought it's like, I thought Mahomes is near 50. It's not his cap hit, but. Well, I mean, the guy in Cleveland, um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson signed the biggest deal. Well, biggest guaranteed deal. 
Yeah, that's but true. I think eventually, like we talk about, like we look at this Otani contract, we're like, holy mackerel! Are you kidding me? Seventy million dollars a year. Pretty soon, there's going to be NFL quarterbacks that are going to be right there with him, and like it won't seem quite as outrageous, right? Deshaun Watson's average annual salary is forty-six million. Okay, so okay, so he's close. still pretty good. Still a pretty good chunk, though. I guess away. You know who makes away. a lot of money are the NBA guys. Yeah, they do. Relative to. Uh... But I but, think, I mean, it's, somebody's team's got to pitch a fit, right? Like the Rays and everybody else about this is not fair how the Dodgers are doing this. Yeah, but I don't but know the, what Major League Baseball is going to do about it, if anything. I, I mean, I think Steve said, like, it's, it's, the baseball's run by the Yankees and the Dodgers, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Maybe the Red Sox are in there. Mm-hmm. Was there any part of you, though, that took a little bit? Sorry for any Toronto people listening to this podcast, but <laughs> it was a little funny to think. Uh, almost like Pat him on head, like, oh, that's so cute. You thought you were getting Otani. Did he say he was in Dunedin one day? Did I hear that right? Was I, in Dunedin? That, yeah, I mean, that's what somebody was Somebody was asking, like, hey, did anybody see uh, him in Dunedin? Then and there was, was the, the report plane? that says he's on his way to Toronto on a plane. He that, wasn't on his way to Toronto? Yeah. I think Morosi so had that report, and then it was quickly debunked. You got to right. be careful by, with those, man. By Bob Nightingale, who, by the way, I wrote about this for my Porter Report newsletter. Like Nightingale came up in a column for USA Today and said this was Black Friday for baseball journalists. It was a bad day. Like we looked bad. Why? Is there one guy got there, it wrong? There, one guy. There was a couple other things that that went on that day as well. That that he just like were too quick to try. And Rick, you live this life every day. Like you're under pressure to break stories, but I know you do it the right way. But and and look, I'm not jumping on on Morrissey because we Morosi because we had him on the show when we we were at WDA and he was actually I thought a pretty good dude and I think he's a pretty well respected reporter. But Rick, it's so easy. you know how it is in today's journalism world, like especially in sports journalism, like you live it every day. Like well, you, you guys really, are under pressure. You, you got to really trust pressure. your source. You got to be very careful with who's telling you stuff, you know, and whether you can verify it. I mean, that's if it's just one man's opinion, but if he's actually in a position to know. But if it's second, third hand, and somebody's telling you this, man, you're you're just flapping out there, you know. Sure. And, uh, well, as Carissa yeah, Thompson said, if you don't talk to him, just make it up. <laughs> that was Sad, sadly, I know some people that have done exactly just that. But they'll go nameless so far on this podcast. <laughs> but you so know far. who you are, huh? So, oh, I can't wait. I'd like to hear oh, yeah. more about that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Call me after the show. I will. As they say, you know, you know, I you know the story. Know. Yeah, you do. You Making know the up story. stories? Yeah. And then admitting it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, a lot of weirdness out there, man. Not everybody's who you think they are. Yeah, I'm telling you, one day we're, you and I are going to do Rick and Tom Uncensored. We're gonna oh, yeah. We're it gonna... won't be called Rick and Tom, but it'll be close to that. <laughs> I got my own we're gonna, name. We're going to, uh, and we'll just, we'll just un- un- throw the dirt over everybody. People are going to have to be very nervous, but they'll have to listen because we will be talking about you sooner <laughs> or later, whoever you are. <laughs> it should be good. What do we got going on, man? It's, it's the political season. Now, you're uh, in the I'm holidays. You don't even work th- now, do you? Um, no, no, I'm still working for another week or two. Oh, really? Uh, and I'm needed. I need. I need to come. I'm doing my year end, my year in media coming up in a, in another. Uh, uh, I don't know, like a week. You gonna Thursday. go to New Year's Eve with Anderson Cooper this year? What do we got? So going I did on? hang out with Anderson Cooper. I had my picture taken with him. It was great. I sat at a table it. with him at the bow tie ball. We sat at the same table. Very. He donated fifty thousand dollars to the to uh, to Pointer. 
It was unbelievable. God bless really him. Good, really good guy. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, I need to come up with a media person of the year. So if you have any suggestions, <clears throat> let me know. Well, <clears throat> what kind of <clears throat> meter are we talking about here, Tom? So, you know, so like last, yeah, I've had. I mean, you know, it's like we have known each other for a while. No, I mean, no, no, no. I'd, I'd gladly put you I in. I mean, there, you but, know, I mean, charity put you begins. in a different tax bracket and everything. You don't want to deal with that. Um, uh, seriously, though, I need Wait, a, there's need money attached to this? Just, as just, well? to, oh, just to further the money. Just to further the money. Yeah, Get just to further. Is there yeah. money? Like, this is a money no, prize? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But I need to come up with a media personality of the year. Now, so. this is somebody in media or. Yeah, has been yeah, mentioned. like last year was Carissa Ward from. Um, from CNN for her yeah, reporting, yeah, the correspondent. Like yeah, I think another year. I think Jeff Zucker was one I had one year from CNN. I think another year. <sighs> Did you have Katie Couric? No, but she was a bow tie ball recipient uh, from Pointer a few years ago. Oh, here That's we what go. I got. I got to hear the Katie the Couric greatest story night, again. the greatest night of my life. I was her. What did you do for? She asked for two things. What were they? She asked for a glass of wine and a, a big bottle of hand sanitizer. That sounds like a Friday <laughs> night at home to me. I don't know. Every yeah. every that's a good time. No, she and she was lovely. America's uh, sweetheart, right? Could not have been nicer yeah. and um and more cool to be around. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, you Talk you hang out with some uh some highly respected people which and in some our, not so in our business. respected people as well too. And and some not so highly re- I hang out with some not so highly re- but <laughs> but that's okay. One one day we'll uh we'll compare notes and um, so seriously, is there uh so after, after the holiday, you get a little holiday break here yeah, and we then take, I take about two weeks off and then we come back first year. And then, uh, I don't think anything's happened in 2024 except for, oh yeah. Except for the world election. might change. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, check them out. The newsletter, the daily newsletter, talking all the big wigs, rubbing elbows, wearing bow ties and whatever else you do over there. <laughs> the, uh, pointer.org. O-R-G. It's Tom Jones. Hey, Tommy, thanks for catching up, buddy. Yeah, this is yeah, great. Ta- yeah, I'll, I'll come back. Don't be a stranger, brother. Yeah, for sure. Sounds great. Man, I love, 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 love catching up with Tom Jones. Always so much fun. Appreciate him for doing that. We've got some college football talk coming up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Tomorrow, big segment with Matt Baker of the Tampa Bay Times, tampabay.com. He'll get his thoughts on all that's going on uh, in the world of college football. And you can submit your mailbag questions. Room for those, too, one last time. You can send your questions to us on Twitter at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. Or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. Thanks for listening. For Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>